Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Well, when I started running, I suppose I didn't stop. And when I got the chance to go, I said I'd stay going, so I opened up. We were only the small little fish out there, so we are on that. We're trying hard to make it through, but it's hard to get the breaks when you're the smaller fish. Because I love this county so much, you know, and it's just, I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Walford today because, like, I, I'm heartbroken. We have to start off the show, JJ, with some Keen Lynch appreciation. Yeah. Like, I mean, this was, like, this is just kind of computer game stuff this lad does be at like I mean when you talk about we've seen skillful hurlers down through the years we've never seen anyone doing stuff this fella tries to do on the field No it's kind of the way you explained it if, if someone told you a player over the weekend done a flick through his legs the first player to spring to mind would be Keane Lynch um, it was absolutely unbelievable he was facing one way the ball flicked he was kind of looking at it last night he said how do you even know where the ball was going to go? You know what I mean? But it was meant to do his madness there as well. Because um, if he had went forward, the cock players would have swallowed him straight away. The ball turned around, he turned around, won a free, and he know by himself he got to give, him give himself a fist pump. Oh, wouldn't uh, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was unbelievable. But yeah. you try something like that down your, when you're messing around with your, a few of your friends down the hurling field or something, like, trying to take the piss out of them, like you're trying to flick them or they'll try to do it to you, you know. But to do it in the league game, to have the, the whereabouts to actually do it that you think about first of all in yeah. in the helter-skelter of a league match and then actually to pull it off then as well it's, it's phenomenal it's unbelievable. and like some people would say it was showboating it wasn't showboating because no, no. showboating is a different thing this worked yeah. this got him out of trouble this, yeah. w- this was functional showboating or so yeah. it, was, it was just it's an incredible piece of skill rather skill. than showboating that's exactly I wouldn't call it showboating no way it's a showboating because it was skill he got himself out of a, a massive hole because if he, again as I said if he'd have went forward with that ball he'd have raised the ball 
I think Bill Cooper or, or someone was around him, he would absolutely flatten him because he would have been off balance as well. But yeah. there was method to his madness. Um, look, it's obviously not his first time he'd done that as well. Like, you know, I'd say if you were tra- marking him down a club trainer or something like that now, I'd say he'd just make an ego. He, yeah. he makes the ball talk, you know what if I mean? He's, he's just doing, so skillful. Yeah, if he's doing that in a league game, what's he doing in training? Is he <laughs> yeah. doing tricks we've never seen before in training? Like, I mean, how is he making... This is in a league game. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you've done this, JJ, and like, I mean, if it's anything like Gaelic football training, before training, you might try a few sidelines or you'll mess around and yeah. well, before Cody comes out in the field <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. but like I mean that's one thing he's trying this in a national league game mm. like this has never been seen before and pulling it off as and well get, like, you know, yeah, that's, that's the big thing again it's not Keane Lynch's first bit of skill like we've seen him against Tipperary as well um, he just kind of run down the line the ball popped up into his hand and gone again you know what I mean he just has it you know what I mean he's just it's not that's not uh, a coach under age developing that skill that's just completely natural to him that's him going out into uh, walking down you can actually see him walking down the street there in Limerick just a hurl of ball in his hand and just flicking around just doing he's just yeah. a street hurler is what yeah. he is you know what I mean just pure natural skill and look he backs at his ability as well like you know what I mean a lot of people now say yeah I can do this I can do this but never even dream of attempting it onto the field but he has that confidence in his own ability to go out in the field and actually do it as well and the appreciation he's getting from it he deserves every yeah. bit of it as well All just the number one have the ball to do it and number two to have the ability to actually just go ahead and, and pull it off that bit of skill it was f- absolutely phenomenal Declan Dalton came down to him after and kind of squared up to him and he was smiling I think at him like <laughs> yeah. I mean what do you do and poor spare it off for poor Seamus Harnady who like he, we were talking about getting hooked in the backs being yeah. the equivalent of being nutmegged that's probably more like being nutmegged sure. for poor Seamus Harnady I saw Seamus could do now is just give away a free because <laughs> the, the rub salt in the wounds if Keane Lynch had flicked that ball into his legs Ronan scored a point we would never see in the end of it so he He'd done the right thing for his own sake. He had take. to stop him. He, there, had, yeah. he had to take him out. Yeah, like, take him out. It was a, he had an interesting first half, Keen Lynch, because he, he scored two great points. We, I don't think we see him getting forward probably enough. Mm. He probably times his runs and gets forward maybe twice and makes them count rather yeah. than doing it too much. And maybe he just holds around the middle and gets all that dirty ball and that's the way he wants to play. He had a yellow card for punching Cadigan, yeah. um, which was a pretty dirty punch really because yeah. it was with his hand that wasn't holding... Like it was an obvious... Yeah. But it was an obvious I don't like you very much kind of thing, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Well, but in fairness to Keane Lynch, he'd never really go for the... Really, the point has to be on before he goes for it. He'd rather play in the ball into the yeah. far lane. That's yeah. a very, very uh, selfish player like that, you know. And that's why he probably... He could score a lot more from midfield, but... He actually goes for the 30 or 40 yard pass in and it's bouncing in front of the full forward. Aaron Galan, he, um, he gets a lot of scores from the donkey work that Keane Lynch does out the field. Again, if Keane Lynch get, brings that on 10 yards, it's kind of a 60 40 shot against him. But he rather plays the ball in and then Aaron Galan has a one on one inside there. So, so he, for a team player, he's absolutely phenomenal the amount of work he does as well. But no. he could score a lot more himself, but in fairness to me, he is a team player and he gets the ball into full forward as, as much as possible. He, no, he definitely does. What did you make of the Cork jerseys? Unreal. Uh, unreal. I love them. I absolutely love them. They're just, they're I love them. I love them. I absolutely love them. But there's something wrong about them not wearing red at the same time. Yeah, it's true, RJ. Yeah, yeah, but um, look, lovely, lovely, um, lovely idea behind, lovely sentiment behind it there as well. But yeah, it's just seen a lot of love on Twitter even before the match was going on. It was just interesting to see it up on, on the screen itself. But geez, no, I was, I was, uh, I was very, very happy with them. Now, do, you, so how, do, do you think there's a, an element of the psychology going on here that Cork are seen as not being combative? enough and now we're going to wear these jerseys you know commemorating mm. and this will get it into you. Do you think there's a bit, a bit yeah, more I at work here? Th- I think it is it kind of seeping into Cork 
support. I wouldn't say the players or the management. I say it's the supporters really more than that. In saying that, we need our, our our team to win and physically kind of dominate a bit more. And you see their size, their half back line there as well. And they're a big, big unit now. That that half back line as well. Mark Holmes out the field and Darif is given is is developing into um, I think one of the best midfielders in the country as well. Like so, they're getting that nucleus of around the, the centre that that have a big kind of command and presence on it. But again, you need Aidan Walsh come on in the second half to kind of have that aerial threat now in in, in the forward in there as well. And you see why his goal he took it absolutely fantastic as well. But I think yeah, I think setting into the supporters. Not, I wouldn't say that the players, but I think the supporters are like like and seeing. And well, if they do, if the players do that. That sports will get them off the seats then as well. Yeah. You know, well, here's what Kieran Kingston said after the game because he's talking about all the frees the referee gave uh, Sean Clear, and we'll get on to that in a second because he drove me absolutely demented. And I'm not even a hurling person yeah. watching that, and I, I, I nearly had to turn it off. Um, he said Kingston said I think we conceded 20 something of the freeze and we're the softest team in Ireland as everybody <laughs> knows so he's been sarcastic yeah, he's, yeah. no, he's obviously been sarcastic but it's fairly obvious that this is inside the car camp and they're very aware of the perception yeah they're aware of it I'd say yeah yeah but again thinking of car colours down through the years like, you know, I mean, they're always kind of ball players really more than that, and that's what kind of springs to mind yeah. um, they need one or two combative players regarding the Sully you know, that's what they need back there as well and Owen Cadigan tries to be that player there as well like, you know and but yeah, I can see Kieran probably saying that on the outside, but he's a method of play there as well. And he, they're playing to their, the rest of their ability in regarding obviously getting the likes of Huggy and that. You don't need him sprinting 50, 60 yards up to get a hook. You need a few combative players in the middle to kind of break up the ball for the likes of, again, Dara Fitzgibbon and these guys to run through the middle again. You know, Seamus Harney does a lot of work for him as well. Yeah. I thought um, Robbie O'Flynn now, I thought he heard very well yesterday in regarding didn't score, but done a lot of work as well like you know what I mean he's very very quick there as well so if you can unearth all they need is one or two players or getting an, uh, just give Seamus Harney a kind of a, a break up there as well because he can score but he does a lot of work for the team as well over the last two or three years you know Yeah we'll talk about this game in part two anyways because we want to get on to this referee and um, Sean Clear I thought was an out and out sh- shambles yesterday like I mean this is not hurling referee some of the referees some of the frees he gave there yesterday the players didn't even realise re- Aaron Galan got one and his man Sean O'Leary Hayes was just running behind him Yeah, yeah. and, and Gerard Hegarty got something similar yeah. like I mean there's lads completely couldn't believe why they're freeze. they're just being marked yeah I think it's Seamus Harnady got remember Patrick Horgan took a free and it came off the post Seamus Harnady just collected it and he was running back out yeah, the field suddenly he gets a free again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what's it for yeah yeah. Like you can't put, you, even a, in Gaelic football this wouldn't be freeze. it's a surprise on the, the attacker's face as well that's what gives it away really more than that and they don't even know what the free is for you know what I mean because yeah. they're still trying to hurl away but I think it's definitely over the weekend we've seen um, a lot I think 100% the referees had uh, a meeting maybe last last week and saying about the hand pass the hand pass was a huge yeah. thing over the whole well, weekend now, now not, league, just, not yeah. just that game no, the, hand the pass game was Saturday night there as well League Everyone Sunday said last night Joanne Cantwell said that the, the referee they were in contact and the referees said uh, whatever committee or whatever the governing referees whatever the hell yeah. they are said that there was no extra directive given to them this weekend yeah it's very obvious that they were blowing the hand pass but is it just very, these very two bad referees is it just Sean Clear who's not a good referee he's not he's yeah. no, He's about as much understanding of hurling as I have it would be like sending me out having no clue about the in. you know because sometimes I used to give out about geez, when they let so much go how do you know what a free is yeah, yeah. and you'd know what a free is and Damien would know or Brian or Cheddar would know what a free yeah. is I'd be like well if that's not a free how's that a free I don't know because I've no understanding yeah. of it he looks to me 
Like he has no clue of hurling. <laughs> like honestly, he doesn't. He's Jake, no I say much here, will he? He, he referees in Kilkenny. You're not going to so if he's I say a Kilkenny I'm, referee. He you must if, be joking. If me. I say that, no, I won't get a free enough for this. Well, year, I, will thought you, you know what I, mean? I thought you said to me, hang on a second now, that Richie Hogan wasn't sent off, was yeah. sent off in the All Ireland final last year. And I said, how is that not a sending off? It's only Kilkenny pundits that say that's not sending off. Use it. That's not the way the, re- the game is refed in Kilkenny. How yeah. the hell is he yeah, accepted? Him. He's an intercounty <laughs> referee now. He doesn't do it anymore. You're not going to. But he's a Kilkenny ref. I I can't believe that. The, the two games that were on the telly now, the one um, Dublin and Wexford and say Cork Limerick there yesterday, the two of them were highlighted because uh, the referee had a bad game in both of them to be honest with you. But are, they, are the two of the poorer referees? Is Johnny That's Murphy a poor the, referee too? The Waterford Goblin match uh, heard fantastic reports on the referee in that game. Didn't see enough of it on, 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 the, on the Sunday Sport there last, Alliance League there last night there as well. So he's seemingly had a fantastic game. You're always kind of saying you're giving the benefit out to referees regarding elements and conditions. Conditions last weekend were, were near enough perfect. Up in up in Crow Park, the sod was perfect. Down in Parky Creek, the sod was perfect as well. So it wasn't that was you can't give that an excuse. They just had two bad games. To be honest, there's no point in saying any different. Yeah. Um, but looking at the the teams, looking at the game Saturday night, you knew the referee was blown from minute one. He was blowing the hand pass. So the teams going into the game Sunday had a huge advantage. The referees are obviously looking at the hand pass. So. Make sure it's actually clear contact. And they did to the best of their ability because I have a big grievance with this, this hand pass as well because with the hand pass, you throw it up with your hand, you put your hit with your fingers and that's, that's about the hand pass. But it happens so quick, it's a skill. Yeah. It's being penalised at the moment. And it was highlighted on, on the Allen Sieg last night that they were genuine hand pass but they were given freeze against yeah. it as well. And if you're in doubt, why pull it? Like, I mean, Cheddar's of the opinion that I, he wouldn't really police that at all. It's not if, a big deal. If What's the player's not yeah. under pressure, why would he foul the ball? Exactly, John Kiley you know, said that, yeah. He wasn't... And a few of them, they're actually on their own that broke a tackle and turned them back on their own to hand pass it back to someone. And they weren't under pressure themselves. Yeah. Why would you throw a ball then? Like, yeah. you know, fair enough, if you're on the ground and you're losing ball at your, your falling ground, you'd have to throw the ball in. That's fair enough. That's obvious. Yeah. But if they're doing it so quick and they are working on it. The amount of drills that inter-county teams do on keeping possession. And what, how is it easy easy thing to keep possession? It's not hitting the ball 10 yards, 15 yards. It's actually running, hand passing and going again. That's the momentum because it's easier hand pass it and go on with the the sport and run yeah. rather than hit the ball and then go again because you're losing a couple of seconds after you hit the ball. So intercounty teams up and down the country are practicing hand passing it more than they ever have been because they want to retain possession. Whereas before, back in my day, starting when we get the ball 60, 70 yards down the field and then we'll worry about it after that. But now it's all possession and stats driven. Yeah. So this is what referees kind of have to kind of speed to some there as well. Another grievance I have with the referees is the sharp or the quick puck out. I think that timekeeping and scores should be took away from the referees whatsoever. There's no need to do it. It's an extra... I know for, By the time for, they write down the score, they're slowing the goalie that's, down. That's the problem. Like, you know what I mean? Because the, the team that's after conceding the score want to get an advantage straight away as quickly as possible. If I'm taking down a score here and then the keeper has a puck down, that's not the keeper's fault. That shouldn't, be, that shouldn't be in my remit as a referee to take down a score. The third, the fourth official should be able to do that or someone up in the line should be able to do that and the timekeeping as well. Take the, both of them out of their hands. So the score goes over the bar. Referee is looking at the, the goalie. Yeah, let's go again quickly as possible. We have a very, very quick game. Quickest game in the world. Why this is slowing it down? And we've seen it three or four times there yesterday as well. The car keeper especially was wanted to get the game on straight away. And he was pinging the ball 40 or 50 yards back into a car class hand. The referee blows the whistle. I, know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't looking at it. That wasn't the keeper. Keeper's uh, ready to go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that should be took out of their hands completely as well. So it'll give them a bit more time to actually genuinely referee a game and genuinely referees the, the actual the, 
individual tactics of or individual skills of actually hand passing the ball as yeah. well, you know. So. I, I, the, the hand pass is definitely one and, and like John Kiley agreed with you and said there's no motivation to foul the ball when no. you're not under pressure. And no. like, I mean, they showed last night they weren't thrown. Yeah. And that's it. What? He's just a terrible referee. Everything, like when you look at the, your example, the puck outs, all the freeze. Mm. Now I'm talking, Jesus Christ. The amount of freeze he gave that weren't freeze. And then you throw the throw balls. He'd a nightmare. This is on the back of him having a nightmare, you know, now against Tipperary and, and Wexford mm. last year's all Ireland semi-final. Yeah. A nightmare. Disallowing goals. and all. How is he getting big games? I just don't get it. I know you, maybe you don't want to criticise him. I didn't realise the Kenny referee. But how is he getting big games? Because, Jesus, if you're looking at that, what kind of an assessor would look at that and say, that's the way Hurley... Hurley no, but Rory Jacob was tweeting about this and I know you all say it and you're right. He says, if Hurling's going to be played, this is the Wexford-Dublin game and this was the similar stuff. There was, I think there was 16 cards yeah. um, handed out and that was down 13 yellow and 3 reds yeah. and again, loads of stoppages, everybody giving out about him and if they're doing what they're being instructed to do, what kind of game do these assessors want? Because it so, will be a joke and it won't be enjoyable because... Like from just a fan of hurling, the fact the the the, the great thing about hurling is it does flow, yeah. and it's not constantly being blown up. Because when hurling's constantly being blown up, it's not a oh, great it's, game it's to watch at all. Terrible game to watch. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible game to watch. The thing about it is the assessor might think that the referees had a good game. That's where my that's issues the scary are. thing though. That's and a the very thing about scary it is, thing. If you were a referee, you are judged on the league. How do they pick the championship? regarding who's getting the championship games yeah. they go by the league so if you do by letter law in the league and Nancy Daly was 100% right last night and Agnes League said that they won't be refereed the exact same in the championship reason is they don't have to yeah. what they are doing is now they are doing the apprenticeship now within the league I'm going to adhere to letter law here now and then I get my championship games that's exactly what they're doing so the assessor the problem is the rules the assessors are actually assessing the referees on are completely wrong they're obviously right. said about the hand pass rule and everyone they're blown left, right and centre because even if there was a half and doubt, they blew it for a free. So the assessor saying, yeah, yeah, you got that right, you got that right. They're taking the boxes for the league games so they'll get championship games. That's exactly what they're right. doing. Right. Because, yeah, I've, I've heard that before that they'll be ref differently and that's mm. it. That's... I don't think that doesn't happen in Gaelic football. They don't... You don't know. They'd be ref... You wouldn't see a referee clearly refereeing a game yeah. differently you know to impress Conor McDonald just I don't know the thing about Conor McDonald's red I think that the, the referee in that game um, was Johnny Murphy he got the penalty decision right the Conor McDonald red you know he got him around the neck with the hurl I don't, I don't know like, I mean, don't you think it's a striking action here though right, he, he left the, the hurl out um, I think Jack O'Connor's tackle was actually worse that was head high tackle and that was gone God was gone past him and then I think Connor just left the hurl out he had him sidestepped the defender was going past him Paddy Paddy Smith was going out past him very dangerous in the neck there. though right yeah he hit him in the chest though was you know it not I mean? the neck I don't think so was. no right. I think look if you're coming off a field without any red marks in your body you're, you're kind of wondering it's kind of a badge of honour right. more than that. you need to get a couple of cars knowing that you're involved in the game itself but I don't think it wasn't a case of he struck back with the hurl and, and hit him he left the hurl there and Paddy was going out past him he was, was running right. towards he was trying to yeah. stop him it all happened yeah. so fast Sean Murphy deserved his second jello. He tried to. He tried, he tried to, down, yeah, he tried to yeah. be smart. Got yeah. in a wrestling match. Might have got a little tip and then went down. Yeah. And he was hoping to get 
the who, who was the Dublin player involved in it? I'm not too sure. He's trying to get him sent yeah. off, and he ended up getting his own second yellow. He's running yellow card now. It's the dodgy thing to do. Though, what you know was what he play? Yeah, actually, trying to block his run. It was a yard. Yeah, but he the then he went down. Yeah, he, like I had little sympathy on him yeah. walking off. Owen O'Donnell got a very hard second yellow. That was just a bit of wrestling. That kind was of, ridiculous. No, that was ridiculous. I'd, yeah. I'd argue the point now if if the horns weren't behind the goal and Jack O'Connor didn't fall in behind it. He wouldn't, wouldn't have, have got a yellow yeah, card. Yeah, because Jack O'Connor looked like the aggressor there, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's the ball was going wide. He was trying to hold him off, and Owen, as a good cornerback, fullback, will do. Won't let the the, the forward actually block yeah. the ball back in. Look, he wasn't going to get it anyway. But Jack O'Connor filled in past it in, in behind it. He got the yellow card. Owen got a second yellow card. Jack O'Connor went on to run down the middle around five or six minutes later, where Owen O'Donnell would have been, and he ran straight down the middle of the goal and scored the goal. So it's a very very costly second yellow now for Dublin. Yeah. If you're Matty Kenny, you're looking at this. How is that a second yellow? You're not a kind of way. Because yeah. if you hadn't, if the Horden wasn't there, it was a normal field. You're on passing. Back into the nets. Two of them standing. Walk back out in the field. No yellow card. Yeah. Just because Jack Connor fell over. It looked worse than what it was. But it was not even, handbacks. Even with a man down though, they made that decision very easy for Jack O'Connor. Like nobody came. No. Jack O'Connor in that situation couldn't believe his luck. If you go to him, at least he has to make a decision yeah. with a loopy hand pass and now you can scramble or back. Or take the point one or the other. Or take like, the yeah, point. Yeah, like they they, they, just, they let him run too yeah. far to score a goal, especially yeah. in hurling because the, yeah. the scoring range is... is I'd say they're looking know. to defend the lead with Reggie Morinette and Paddy yeah. was kind of waiting, waiting for him to take the point. He wasn't. And then he was kind of... Fair to Jack O'Connor, he was, he was bold enough to go for the goal there as well. Like, you know, he wasn't normal he got the ball first, but no, he stayed no. going and going and going. And he but took, then he, he just couldn't believe well. it. Yeah, right, there's nothing there. on, there's nothing on. Yeah. Now there is something on. Jeez, no one's coming to me. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Here, I'll take a when, shot. As a defender, when you're back and back, it's very hard to, by the time you kind of fit your feet sorted and go out and attack him again, it gives gives the forward a couple of, couple of yards as well. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's your kind of best off going out and meeting him. And then kind of reverse back a small bit rather than wait for him at 14 and then because very hard to get your, 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 your starting your feet going to go attack Jack O'Connor as well. But fair to me, took the goal well and Davy Fitz deserves a lot of credit now again. The, the two the last two games in a row, Jack O'Connor came on, won the game for him. I know Rory Connor great, great last 20 minutes as well, but weekend before Lee Chin and Rory Connor came on. Came so on. he's making, and Paddy Foley came on there at halftime made a huge difference as well in that game so he's making yeah. the right decisions at the right time now, oh, he, knows he, his, he knows his squad inside and they're, and they're never beaten as well but then again they're playing Dublin and Dublin have a habit of letting leads slip don't they, they like do, Wexford yeah. did it yeah. to them last year in Parallel Dublin Park. very disappointed with that yeah. very very disappointed I'd but say Matty Kenny looked like there was no inter couldn't find any quotes from him I'd say he was I think a couple of key lads went off at the wrong time though you know Barrett Cornerback was having a brilliant game and Chris Cummy went off he was centre forward he, he was a handful now for the, for the Wexford defence and yeah. uh, he went off injured too so he was a huge loss for him. Yeah. So huge. we were hoping this would be a great game between two evenly matched teams and the ref kind of ruined that and mm. I was really looking forward to Limerick Cork and I just found myself giving out the whole way through yeah. that for yeah. God's sake. Free, you know? free. There's no, no flow or momentum. No flow, no. I'll just finish up on that Rory Jacob tweet because uh, get off this whole refereeing thing. He says, if Hurling's going to be played like Wexford Dublin was ref tonight, we may as well forget about it. This is what you get when people who don't know the game are trying to interpret the rules. Let the game flow. It's a warrior sport with hits and physical challenges don't ruin it please and mm. you can't sum it up any better than that it is a warrior sport mm. if you take that warrior element out of it and it turns into a kind of a soft clean sport that's not the same package at all is no, it? No it's not no, no. It, wouldn't Look, interest, it wouldn't interest it wouldn't even interest hurling people that's yeah, how well, bad it would get You're going to watch hurling match you want end to end action you want speed you want hitting you want uh, yeah. kind of aggression there as well but when it's a stop when the referee a good referee, if you said for years, a good referee should never have been talked about, should never be seen. You're actually asking after the game, who actually ref that game? Because 
the, the actual game is not about the referees, it's about the players playing the game as well. Yeah. And the stop-start game, it's a, it's a finicky ref just blowing every little thing just to keep himself relevant. Just let the game go yeah. and let it You flow. nearly want someone like me, just a, a, like a, a fan of the sports saying, how is that not a free? <laughs> like you actually <laughs> yeah. want, you nearly yeah, want exactly. that, right? Asking the questions for it, yeah. You should be, that should, should be talking about that really rather than <laughs> talking about well, too we many were, frees. I think we were one summer, I was yeah. saying, Jesus, it's hard to get a free in hurling. And then again, that's summer hurling, which like you say... It will be, it could, will be again this summer, yeah. When they you get see, their games, and you see Cork and Limerick now coming in the Munster Championship, can be referee completely, completely yeah. different. If, if it's not, there'd be war. There'd if that, war, hap- yeah. if that happened yeah. during a championship game, yeah. there would be war. Imagine there really they, would. Even you're saying the championship game and someone get a soft red, like Conor McDonald, that was a soft red. I think he got soft red. He, he'll be suspended for a couple of games, missed the Leicester Championship, training for six or eight months for a referee's decision that was completely wrong and yeah. his, his championship is gone you know the kind of yeah. way it's, it's wrong like yeah no it definitely is another good win for Waterford and it was a stat last night in League Sunday League Sunday's a really really good show I think um, since it started back this year and the football's excellent as well um, Waterford only had five players that played in the 2017 final now Tyg de Burke obviously there'd be a yeah. few probably yeah. because of injuries and I'd say they could have up or eight or nine or ten of them by the time the championship comes around but like I mean it is another good win for Waterford and I do think like they beaten Galway now this this weekend which is great but last year they beat Galway in round five to make the quarterfinals then they hammered Clare in the quarterfinals at home then they beat Galway again in the semi-final got to a league final mm. so like I mean the idea that you would read into any sort of league form for a team that's trying to you know, redeem themselves. As, you know, yeah. kind of like you just can't read into their form at all. No, you can, but it probably didn't see them properly yet. You know, the kind of way. But I, I kind of like the way they're hurling. To be honest with you, you know, the kind of way they're going back to um, going playing with their strengths again. Now, to be honest with you, and you seem to be that the kind of new system that that Liam Carl is is adopting as well is kind of working very 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 hard now and, yeah. and surrounding the ball and they're kind of mixing up long and short ball as well. So it's back. You're back here with your six forwards. Mel- Five probably five to six forwards at most of the time there as well. So it's look, it's great for Waterford to go in the right direction. The start the league is probably most important for them, really. If you look at all the teams that they need, especially new manager, they need a bounce on that then as well. Like, you know, yeah, so. they don't like Connor Gleeson was at six. These, this is from the 42s match reports. The 42s match reports are always the best because they give the actual positions, the, the actual positions which I think is very important yeah. when you look at it because you look at some match reports and you see the the team at the end and it's 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 written out like it was in the programme yeah. and that's not the, where the teams uh, the players actually lined out so they had Conor Gleeson at centre back Austin Gleeson Porrick Amatney in midfield and Jamie Barron at centre forward yeah. interesting enough isn't it like I mean I still think Austin Gleeson Porrick Amatney they need to beef up your forward line. Find yourself a midfielder or two, you know. Yeah. But I, I, look, he's, he's, they, they are, he is experimenting yeah. as well as getting yeah, results. He's getting a loose ball as well, especially Parry Money, who's midfield or centre forward, wing forward, and when you mark man up in the forwards as well, like, you know, move him out to midfield, and it's an extra 10 yards, and he has the length on his strike. He's an unbelievable striker of the ball, right yeah. for left. And maybe he might get more space in around the midfielder but as well. It, like, you but know, does, so that, does, does that depend what you want as a team? Because I know Park Matney is playing in midfield. He won't do what Keen Lynch does. He's going to yeah. shoot. Your inside forwards might not want him. You know, yeah, like, yeah. every team, it's very selfish what Keen Lynch does. Yeah. And like we always say, even with half backs, they lose the run of themselves. Their, yeah. their adrenaline is up and they're yeah. driving it. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't know. Like, Jamie Barron would probably put it in a little bit more. You know, it depends yeah. on what style of play you want, I suppose. Or, you know, I don't know. As an inside forward, you love to have Keen Lynch out there because you know, you, you make need, the run, yeah. he will make the ball. And, and look, it's very easy for the Limerick full forward to make the run because they will get it. It's not more frustrating and not more encouraging for a full back line when you make the run with the corner forward 
and the ball doesn't come in, it goes to aimlessly wide, and you're, oh, yeah. you're laughing because your man, your your the man, your marks get frustrated there as well. And especially after making two or three ones, he's not going to do it. And then you, the fourth one, he won't make. And then you go out in front of him, and you're, you're in his head then straight away. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's something like that now is, but it's all depend on you have to, especially the full back. You have to read who has the ball up there and what they're likely to do with really more than that. Because if Keane Lynch was there now, you'd have to go with your man. You have you'd to, have you to, couldn't yeah. let him go. You couldn't yeah. let him go. No, that's true. It'd be interesting to see how they line out Waterford because they are, they are missing some players. And there's no way they'll finish up with five players from the 2017 final. I'd say that would be impossible. Brian Cody came out with a quote, which is just pure Brian Cody. He says, at the end of the day, it's a draw for both teams. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it says in the team. Because it's not just a draw for one. It has to be a draw for both of them, if you, you understand. You never whole. can see the point, you see. You know what I mean? You, but you there was, there was t- oh, some real old school goals in this one, yeah. wasn't there? And yeah. Like, I mean... The one thing about Walter Walsh, he plays wing forward, he plays corner forward. Do you see him at 14 enough? Like, I mean, for that option of a long ball and someone running off him, like, obviously, against Clare, Clare are allergic to sweepers at the moment mm. as well, the same as Kilkenny. Yeah. And this is why we saw an old school type of game and scores being gotten. There was there was balls being Gilfoyle for the Ryan Taylor goal, just hit it, hit it without even looking. Yeah, when do we see hit. that now? But... There's a value in that for a team that's not dropping men back. Yeah, exactly. But it is, which are again the two of them played um played their opponents really more than because they knew there wasn't going to be sweeper either side, yeah. so you could afford to do that. Like not worse when you do that and there is a sweeper there and go straight into their hand and you, the crowd just gets on your back yeah. straight away. But yeah, no, it was it was great to see because kind of if Paddy Deegan got the ball and straight down, Bill Sheen got a lovely little touch there for Jerry Edwards' goal there as well and it's a great flick. But yeah, Shane O'Donnell back to himself there as well. When he does get the ball in early and quick, he can win the ball in the air himself and he's so quick. When he gets the ball in his hand, he's just lethal because he either goes for the goal, he doesn't want to score a pint. Yeah. Either wants to go to goal or make a goal and he, he got one, he got two actually, one in the, in the second half in, in the second half again near the end but he made one for Ryan Taylor as well. So phenomenal. I love to see Shane Donald playing. He's just so quick and so accurate and he's just a great forward, natural corner forward, gets the ball and t- head down and goes for the goal. He's brilliant, brilliant to watch. Yeah, no, he definitely does. I have him down on my list as performance of the weekend, mm. but uh, we'll talk, might talk about him a bit at that. I just thought tactically, now we didn't see this whole game, so it's not, it's, it's easy just to say from highlights, but if Brian Cody and uh, Brian Lowen were saying to their players before, lads, there'd be no sweepers today so I want you to get in good and early so like I know the, all the tactics and the talk is not wasting ball and, and that's great but there's a place for a good clearance yeah, is, depending sure. who you're playing JJ yeah, you know yeah. having that in your locker to say like this is who we're playing today lads long balls are work today yeah. I want you to get it in should probably say if you had take clearance John Conlon and Shane O'Donnell in the full forward lane win their own ball no issues whatsoever and you have Walter and Richie Hogan in the other side in full forward lane yeah. Billy Ryan as well he was saying, right, lads, get the ball into us quick. And that's what they want. They want quick ball in yeah. there and fast Do you think ball. Walter was put in there for that reason, that Absolutely, Brian would yeah. have been thinking that in the lead up to it, that this will work today? Yeah, it's with Lee Richie full forward and probably the, the cornerback never as big as, as a fullback either. So Walter have even a bit uh, more advantage on the cornerback himself because um, he obviously he'd be, be taller than him as well. Yeah, but and no, move in there, move yourself in there. Especially the full forward line. If you know the ball's going to come in early, you can actually stay in there. You don't have to make the runs out to the side in as well. It's all about the formation and each player on, on each individual team knowing what the player is going to do in the ball Paddy Deegan gets the ball you've a fair day he's going to turn and lap it down especially if he has space you know that kind of way so they knew when Paddy got it that Bill Sheen came into the middle they're all kind of bunched up and Jerry made that run from the 30, 30 yards out he knew that he was hoping that the ball would break in fairness when you make an honest run you deserve well, a break there's an element of that. luck of it in it, yeah, there yeah. is but you deserve it you know what I mean you're not yeah. standing out waiting for the ball he actually went in after the ball himself as well so he had a good finish as well so um, yeah no if, if you have the lads in there to win the ball 
easiest game of the world is get the ball in. Look, it's the hardest thing to have as a team, have a ball when you're in the full far line, but when you do, use them as much as possible. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I completely agree. Eddie Brennan was given out about the, the uh, Leash beat Carlo, um, which was a really important mm. win. That was on, on Saturday night in terrible conditions. Eddie was saying the game shouldn't have even been playing. He says, and we know we just about came out on the right side of it, barely. I think over the balance of, of it, we deserved it. I'm so proud of the Leash boys. Really hard to battle uh, they dug in in terrible conditions and we're safe now so Leash are safe they're safe on the head to head so they mm. can't go below Carlo now so they're like I mean it's a great result from Leash and to be fair to Leash Carlo got that Carlo had the wind in the second half and in the horrible conditions and got it back to a draw so you would have thought that Leash were in big trouble but yeah. they, they did they did dig it out um, and on the head to head they're safe so like I mean Eddie can relax now they're still in Division 2 yeah, and big result you know, for now. get some injuries cleared up and you know be yeah be more of a force probably in the chat and I think I think Leash are a summer team like Leash do yeah. play that short do, kind yeah. of ball game that can break down during in these can, conditions for the last couple of games you can take a couple of chances there as well like you know what I mean and try a few different things because you, you are safe now as well I'd say both teams have, were signalling out that game is, is a must win oh, for, was, yeah. for either team you know and now Eddie can relax now and, and try a few different things or even rest a couple of these main players as well and just kind of try different players in, in different positions too so huge huge win for Eddie now huge huge yeah win. yeah and Ross King was brilliant because yeah, I was critical of him um, in Ennis the week before that the ball wasn't sticking so we'll talk about Ross in performance of the weekend the last one for the start of the show here JJ is Richie English it's been confirmed he's out with a cruciate um, injury how big of a how big of a loss is is Richie we know that full back line of Finn Casey and him are yeah. like rock solid yeah very very they're very very good they attack the ball and when they're on the ball they're, they launch a lot of attacks from the full back line as well like you know what I mean they're, they're solid they know each other inside out that's the beauty of a full back line that plays with each other as well like you know they cover each other but they're always there for each other as well like you know so it's not an individual one Richie English is marking the corner forward and, and my case is marking the full forward it's not that it's the three boys against the three who's in the full forward lane and they'll, they'll back each other against the hill because they've done it in, in the white heat of battle then as well yeah. so it's going to be a big big loss as well like you say Richie McCarthy's gone now as well like you know what I mean so yeah. there are options there in the full back there. I know Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Costa yeah. you heard well yesterday right now he'll have a, a huge opportunity over the next probably it probably look it's, it's harsh on on um, Harsh thing to say, but at this time of year, it's probably a good time for John Kiley to get the injury so he can blood, blood Aaron Costa over the next two or three games. And hopefully, look, they will get into the knockout stage and get him a knockout game there as well before the, the Munster Championship, too, you know. So they're going to have to find a cornerback now. It's a big, big loss for Plenty of warning. Well. There, there's finally a position on that team that's up for grabs because I see, yeah. well, maybe Paddy McLaughlin, he's, he, he, could, he could get on yeah, it. He, he offers Barry something Nash different. Well. Nash the last too. few games, you know, they're, they're both the for the same position. Now is phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Like, you know, Dan, Dan Morris is the only. Yeah, he's yeah. the only one that should be worried because yeah. there's two fellas going to take going looking for his position. And this one of them goes back into the corner. She, you couldn't see it either, like yeah. But McLaughlin adds something different. I don't think Dan McCormick can score off no. his left hand side the way Paddy McLaughlin can. Yeah. Can he? He just drifts into a lot of space, you know, and off the back of a huge fist given um, you centre back for UCC there as well. So. Um, yeah, he's a great year so far, but you know the guys that are on conference, you know what I mean? And he, he's mad for hurling now at the moment because yeah. after winning with, with Fitzgibbon now, he's back on it, two points from play there the last day as well. Like, you know, and he's not, not shy and shooting when he, when he gets an opportunity. No, he, no he's definitely he's not. He's very accurate. He's very good at it. Right, we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll come back and we'll talk about Limerick Corka. I'd never be allowed to go off in eight and hit a shite like him and you know, a slob or whatever like I was always doing a bit I remember, all I remember is I thought I was going to get clobbered in the way in there I threw the ball up in there I don't know it was, it was pure luck no in fairness pure luck 
Okay, so it finished up Limerick 29 points, Cork 2-21 and John Kiley said after the game, he said three quarters of the game I'd be happy with, one quarter of the game we certainly wouldn't or wouldn't be. So like, I mean, they won three quarters to one. So like, to me, <laughs> yeah. it was a convincing win for Limerick other than Cork definitely made a game of it by scoring the two goals. Yeah, yeah. The two goals kind of kept them in it really more than that and the Limerick were always a few points ahead but kind of goals brought them back at the right time but what I liked about Limerick as well they had a response for every every goal they yeah. got. Aidan Walsh got the goal and then Aaron Glan got a point straight away and then he got fouled for another another score and got a free that's two points scored straight away so it negated their goal really more than anything they don't panic but I like the way they kind of look for Aaron Glan when they're under pressure he's their go-to guy you know and he steps up to Mark um, a, lot, a lot a lot of times to be fair to him as well yeah. like, you know, so. he got two in response to the Aidan mm, Walsh yeah, goal yeah, yeah. yeah. A, f- a phenomenal goal what a, why can't that fella do that more often Yeah, I, I, I pull my hair out with this lad with Gaelic football I know he's he's won two Gaelic football all-stars but sometimes you're you're saying Geez, you need to dominate that Yeah, look at the he size gets, of you I like, think he's he caught under the ball more than anything because if you see the goal yesterday he ran in from the side he was over at the six yard uh, square and ran in and jumped in on two or three lads caught the ball and was in the but there was aggression in it there was yeah. you, don't you, enough, ground, yeah, you don't see enough aggression in yeah. his play he's yeah. a he, this fella's six foot five. Yeah. And like has all the footballer hurling you want. And he you gets off the ground so high as well. Like, you know, he has a spring in him as well. But if I was marking him, I'd try and keep him on the ground and not let him jump up in the air. If he jumps up in the air, he's going to catch it. But he actually gets caught underneath the, the back really more than that because the back can actually just hold his weight on him and keep him on the ground so he can actually break the ball or, or catch it. Whereas right. if he's jumping in like he did yesterday, he's taking the, the, the back's kind of vision as well because he's jumping up in the air his body is blocked where the ball is going to come. He wins the ball and the ball was in it before anyone realised where it was. You yeah. know? So he needs to kind of vary his stance for the puck out a small bit as well. Don't be standing right underneath where the, the half-back is. Stand two or three yards over them and jump in on top of them and then win the ball. You know? Right, so that's okay. Him, you know? And the, 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 like he's been tried a full forward. Hmm. He tries a full forward, he makes runs like a little small full forward. Yeah. And the only reason he caught that is because the, the free kick or the free drop short. short. Yeah. It wasn't a planned ball into him. No, or anything. it was Cork going to play that game. Yeah, though, you know but what I mean? geez, wouldn't it be an option for three or oh, four balls a half to, yeah. keep, to keep the other team honest? Yeah, if you knew he was only there for the last five minutes and a half, get the ball in as yeah. quickly as, as long as possible. Like Paddy Deegan and like um, Colin Gilfoy live for clear as well. Like, you know, so get the ball in as quickly as possible. But you have to know he's there as well. Like, you know what I mean? That has to be pre arranged kind of a, a tactic there as well to get him in yeah. but he made a big difference but he, he works very very hard when he's on, he's on the field of fairness I mean, he breaks up a, a lot a lot of ball and he does oh well he improved Cork's performance he yeah, did, yeah. yeah he yeah. came on for Luke Mead at half time didn't he because Limerick were dominating yeah. the first half that released Darif is giving up midfield as well and I think that's the only position he can play Darif is giving he, I just, think so. he does too much work he tracked back Keenish one stage and won back the ball and then Cork were back in the attack and he's the closest he said on the show before closest thing to Michael Fenley that is out there and he's developing he's going to get bigger and stronger as well he's seen more the last two years he's physically getting bigger but the speed he has and the hurling he has as well, like you know what I mean, he never looks under pressure when he's on the ball, which yeah. is a huge thing. It just makes it look easy now. And the, 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 like we all know the difference between wing, playing wing forward and midfield. Midfielders mm. generally don't tend to mark each other. Yeah. And yeah. if you're playing wing back, you could mark a wing back who won't mark you tight, but then you could mark another one that won't leave you alone. Yeah. Why do you want Darius Skibbon yeah. being marked tight? You know, you yeah. want him with a free role. He's yeah. a he's a free spirit, and playing wing forward is not. 
Any in the forwards is not the game for him. He's, I don't a, think. he's a national midfielder as yeah. well. I don't think he's either a half back or a half forward either. I think he's a national midfielder. When he goes through the middle, then he breaks lanes as well. And he makes scores for a lot of other people as well. He'll always chip in two or three points and play as well from midfield, you know, that kind of way. So yeah. why not? Why would you be moving him? He didn't score yesterday from play either, you know. So kind of he does a lot, a lot of work. But the second half, I thought his performance came through the roof there as well. Now that coincided with Aidan Wiles doing the work. It's probably Darif is given was in the half hourling to do that work for him. Um, but again, when he's out there, he just he seems a lot more comfortable out midfield. I know he definitely is. So, like, I mean, Limerick, I think a feature of Limerick's play now, they were always doing this, but like, I mean, a long ball into Galan in the corner. Yeah. Now, what I think happens then is everybody out the field kind of goes, All right, well, it's the cornerback's job now to yeah. stop Galan. I'm going to start walking. Because this, you know, unless he, my man's going to, our man's going to stop Galan or Galan's going to score. So Galan just turns around and looks back out the field where yeah. everyone else has switched off and yeah. there seems to be a man f- completely free. He gave a great ball to McLaughlin for o- O'Loughlin. Sorry, am I calling him Paddy McLaughlin? Paddy O'Loughlin um, for a point. And uh, uh, Seamus Flanagan is excellent at doing that as well. Yeah. Always looking for that ball. And there mu- there's always someone free. So lads must be just switching off. Yeah, you see when you're, the ball's at one, end of, one side of the field. And oh, it's easily you, you done, think yeah. you're, You think you're grand, yeah. you know what I mean? The ball, you, but the ball to get a rest so is nice. Especially <laughs> when a, a half far lane. You know what I mean? The half far lane, wonder, right, where they go for, where's the space? And if their half back goes up the field, you're 10 yards behind him before it goes and if the ball comes in you're caught nothing you can do you're hoping the, the half-back hits a wide really more than that but then Paddy started over the bar there yesterday as well but Aaron Glenn is so comfortable especially on, on his left there as well when he hits the ball it's going to hit the target really more than that whether, yeah. it's, it, it, whether it's a pass or it goes over the bar but I think point of the game yesterday has been Patrick Hogan he's the one that oh, he, yeah. he got it over in the corner himself and my case on Everton right he said right have this lad he's out over the sideline now 21 yards out he's not going to score this unreal. looking at the ball going over the bar it's a phenomenal score. how he did that he didn't it's even class. turn his body towards no. the goal he didn't was just running in a straight direction away natural, from like, it swear he's in front of the goal just a little <laughs> flick of the wrist over the bar phenomenal score but I find like this is a great thing about hurling is that and you see Limerick giving unorthodox passes like Galan like I mean 10 years ago you wouldn't really have seen a fella pass straight across the yeah, field like that. or passing back towards your own goal back towards your own yeah, goal yeah. Uh, Wexford give unorthodox passes for hurling yeah. and I think that's why it works because players out the field switch off and don't see don't really yeah. they're not tuned into this because it, it's not it. it's not usual mm. you've never come across this no. your whole life playing hurling you never hit it back because just in case if you hit back to your half back lane and it gets well their, their half back lane to your half forward lane if you're a corner forward to the opposing half back and gets the ball he could hit it over the bar straight away it's a, go- it's a point for the score it should have been a point oh, for yeah. you and if that happens especially if you're a corner forward you'll get the curly finger and you'll be whipped off then straight away you know what I mean it's, just, yeah. it's never been done but it's just the usage of space it throws everyone funnel back goes back into probably 25-30 yards away from the goal so where's the space 10 yards further out the back field out and that, that's where the space and is and is that's that where they're picking it out that's why you see Wexford like that's why you see D. O'Keefe mm. and you're like this is D. O'Keefe now an all-star who's marking him yeah, 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 yeah. like there has to be a reason why lads like this are just free yeah. because I don't know it's Actually, just switching off it's, and it's, the unorthodox, either, you know I mean? it's the unorthodox yeah. passing yeah and it's, it's encouraged by the, the management there as well like you know what I mean and if the, if the option is on it's a matter if it's 30 yards back out the field Give it to the man in the best position. He obviously is, you know, and yeah. Keith is is phenomenal what he does, you know. He just drifts into space all the time, like. Yeah, no, he definitely Patrick Collins with the puckouts in the first half went through a very bad uh phase. David Dempsey got a point. Um he went short. Fitzgibbon was his target a lot of the time. Yeah. And he got caught by Garod Hegarty. Garod Hegarty, I think I'm wondering who Limerick's most important player is, and I'm starting to think Keen Lynch or Garod Hegarty. Mm. Would it be right in saying anyways, Hegarty gets in just some amount of work in a game and it's just He's just a phenomenal 
a beast of a man. Yeah. Um, I think David Dempsey should have worked a goal in that one. And then in his next one, he went long, got as long as he wanted and they lost that. And then his next one, he went short to Bill Cooper and Daryl Donovan intercepted that. And then for a point, and then it was 12-6. And Limerick were all over them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not sure about Patrick uh, Collins. He's, like, I mean, he does ha- his puckouts are bullets. They are, but in fairness to him, he stayed at it. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't, he backed himself again and again and again. And that's what you look for your keeper there as well. And, Go back to the referee, don't harp back to the referee. Oh, again, you can if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but if he had let a few of them go, his, his um, retention rate would have been a lot more, you know, the kind of way. And he was, he was spot on with them few puckers, just the referee wasn't ready for him, you know. So right. It's, um, that was yeah. the thing, he did keep it up. He did, he did. keep it up. He backed and himself in He does have a good puck out. He does, yeah. yeah. And he's um, putting pressure on Anthony Nash, that's what he's doing at the moment, because for a time in a long, long time, he's actually serious competition there as well. Like. Yeah, which is good. So the Cork improvement in the second half, that probably came. Oh, well, the rock was sent to the to the stand. Was yeah. that in the first half that yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. It was, he was getting thick, and then the, there was a bit of a row before half time. Yeah. And young Downey really stood up for himself in that it row. Is, I, was, yeah. I was kind of impressed. I was a bit impressed by him. All right, there was a bit of divilment in that there day. Is, and yeah. it was a, yeah. He was doing a bit of verbals too. Like he wasn't standing <laughs> he down. Wasn't standing so back, I was thinking no. this has no shrinking no, violet no. at all. So then they came out and they were well fired up in the second half. Why did it take that? To get Actually, Cork fired up. It's a million dollar question. You know yeah. what I mean? If you had to answer that, you know, teams up and down the country, if you had uh, had your answer to that, now you'd be, you'd, yeah. be, you'd be a millionaire really more than yeah, that. It's Cork, just Cork for the management. They can't. And supporters as well, yeah. really. Kilkenny, Limerick, Wexford, they'll all get up for league games. Mm. Cork can't get up no. for them. Until they yeah, halfway through the game. And, you know, that kind of way it's, it's, yeah. and then they could turn it on. Harpy, the thing about Cork is they'd beat you in 10 minutes. That's what they can do. They can turn it on. And the hurlers they have now, it's, it's, they're absolutely phenomenal hurlers. But again, if you get on top of them, there always is for the last probably since the, the great Cork team now, of the Rock now and Ronan Colonel Lisa. Since then, if you can get on top of Cork's first 20 minutes, now you have nearly half the battle done you know the kind of way yeah. but now it's up to them players whoever goes out in the Munster Championship now it's, look it doesn't matter what happens in the league that's not going to change anything Munster Championship is where these players have to stand up no one else can change it only these 15 or, or the 24 that's, that's going to come on that particular day so it's up to them they know what they have to do go out and do it now that's just, it's as simple as that the management all to say to them is look we're beating you with this everyone is beating you with this you're soft you're calling you this this and this go out and prove them wrong it's yeah. a huge, a huge thing for the, the Cork management yeah. to have in front of them. Like. Do you think the Cork management are saving that kind of motivation well, for the def- championship? Def- like, you mean? Why would you use it now? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just kind of saying oh, they're defeating the purpose of yeah. it really because look again the likes of Limerick you're playing them again in a few weeks time whole fire this is what they have this is what you the level you have to get up to the aggression you show in the second half is saying you can compete with them first half you're blown out of water so you've been there you've seen it yourself if you don't go chase the ball you're letting your, your, your body down there as well so go ball headed for the ball, like you know. I mean, there's no other way about it. You have to do it, you know. Yeah, no, there's no. There was, I think, there was eleven thousand there. Jesus, so eleven thousand. Imagine, like in a, in a way, they should be. They should cop themselves on because if there was eleven thousand at a, a leash league game in football. You wouldn't go out sauntering through it. You'd be like, yeah. "Holy shit! Look who's yeah. come out! Look what's yeah. come out here!" I like, couldn't I mean, be very forgiving supporters either. You know, <laughs> no. they, they let you know fairly quick to be vocal. Yeah, I just can't comprehend it because mm. it's not like it, you could understand if there's a thousand there and it's a bad evening and it's yeah. excusable. This was a good day for hurling. Mm. The referee was a, a disaster, but there was eleven thousand of your own fans there. For yeah. me, getting up for that should not be difficult. Yeah, and even it though it's shows, only a league game, it shows mentality. Like halftime switch, it wasn't the case of. What the manager said, it wasn't what the manager said, it was the players that should go across the white line, second half, each one man said, right, we have to go attack it. Whatever was said, we have to go do it ourselves, we can't wait for someone else to do it. And they did it in the second half. 
it's just two extremes in the first half and the second half. They have to get rid of what happens in the first half. If that happens in the first half, they won't get out of Munster. But they need, they can show what, the, that's what the frustrating part is. When they actually go at it, they can show how good they are. So, again, it's, it's proof of sort of uh, players, what team they want to be really more than yeah. Because you can't, they're not going to win that and just stand back. Because he has, he has, Kingston has chopped and changed his team a bit throughout the league. So, like, I mean, it's not like players have their, their positions nailed down. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, there are players to come in now and take, you know, t- take some positions. Yeah. Uh, back there's there's options on each line of the field. He's completely dismantled the half back yeah. line, for example. Anyone can play midfield now, yeah. and the half forward line. Lee Han's not guaranteed his no. his place anymore. You know, like I mean, Shane Kingston's after coming on. Like, he had a great he had a great league as well. Again, yeah. coming on to the back of the fifth given after winning a competition like that, it's a huge confidence for an individual player. And him coming on, he had a great goal like there yesterday again. Like, yeah. you know, so if he can up that game another bit again, yeah, he could be a game changer for Cork yeah. now. To be fair, he scored a great goal. But you're, I'm trying to think think of the things that motivate Limerick, for example, or motivate Dublin you know mm-hmm. teams that have won all Ireland and it's the fear of losing your position and that yeah, was the, what motivated you with yeah. Kilkenny yeah. so th- he has introduced this to Cork mm. so like, I mean, still think there should be no excuse for not yeah. you know maybe the penny is dropping with him maybe in the second half yeah. maybe he said look whoever you think you're starters you're not anymore you know the kind of way we have lads to come on there as well so look we won't know until the next couple of games we you hope they kind of show a spark of what they do in the championship, but the Munster Championship is where it's all about. If they don't perform in the Munster Championship, that's where that's where the issue is going to be. You know. Yeah, exactly. Just to finish up, what did you think of Seamus Flanagan? I love seeing him back on the Limerick yeah. team. I love watching Seamus Flanagan. Yeah. I think every team needs him. He never stops going. No, He's brave, and he scored two great points yeah. in the first half. Um, you know, picked out a couple of good passes. I think he's a, like he's a, a spark, Limerick. He's like if there's ever a team, ever a player to break onto their team from last year, yeah. it's him. But now yeah. that's not really breaking on because he was like he was there all-star already. form yeah. the year before. Yeah, yeah. So he's lucky again. He's come back to prove himself, and he's given a great answer, to John Kiley, really more than that. And obviously, he wasn't playing for a reason last year, you know, and he wasn't really going on full pelt but this year now he seems to be right get me head around it now I don't want to have another year like last year again i seen the heights of two years ago I want to get back to that again yeah. only way I can do it now is kind of run He his game is just is phenomenal like he just he just runs in a loop and a loop and loop the full back lane it just has a nightmare yeah. trying to follow him and you can't let him oh, go you'd either you'd be tired JJ oh jeez you would if you pass him off to someone else to get someone else to mark him <laughs> is that the best thing? well you can't really you can't. pass him off not, at the with, not with Limerick no not at the moment you know, so either, again you're talking with Keane Lynch you put it in your pocket do you know what I mean? so you, you can't let him go like you know, yeah. so you have to go with him, and he brings players in the uncomfortable positions as well, and bringing on Cadigan back back out the field there as well, whereas Owen rather sitting around the house now and 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 kind of wrestle away with him. But he's coming good now for for John Kiley at the right time now as well, and you probably see himself Aaron Galan and and. Um, Graham McCarthy back in the full four lane come championship again I'd say you know, yeah. he's putting Peter his hand Casey, back up again Peter Casey would lose out in that and he had a good championship yeah, last yeah. year he again, might. Sure it's, it's going on form again John Kiley can pick on form as well and he I, always has that Peter Casey or yeah. whoever starts he always has the other kind of hanging over him there as well so if you don't perform you're gone you and know, a, and it's a, a great Peter, place to be like. Peter Casey won't like me saying this but I think Peter Casey plays better coming on than Seamus yeah. Flanagan does I don't does. think anyone likes hearing that <laughs> no, <honest>. no. <laughs> no it's a disaster when you do perform yeah. well but Seamus Flanagan doesn't impact the game when he comes on he either starts or, or need, his game is all movement, movement, yeah, run yeah. and run and run, and then he'd run, run you into the ground, like you know. And then last twenty minutes, though, he can he can he'd pop off a couple of scores and a couple of breaks when he's running around. But I don't think he get the ball, and he won't be a game changer. But he, he's very very good when you have the seventy minutes to play with, you know. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. Right, we'll come back with performance of the weekend. Yeah, we I, we do. Yeah, we've a fan back home, so we have a big fan back home, and we have. We have uh, cattle and sheep and 
we have a few donkeys as well so um, we had a couple of silly donkeys uh, so I brought them down and so we did we actually sold them to uh, I think we had four donkeys on the day and we sold them to a man from Wexford so we did so there's, there's the piebald donkey so there are, and there's, there's the, the <laughs> traditional donkey and there's the, the Spanish donkey and then there's the, the Spanish donkey yeah, you, see, you see them on the on the beaches and, and so um yeah, you can actually. One time, one time the the donkey was useless. Right? But now some people have started to get back into them because you can use them for headage, and uh, it's used towards your, would say, your bonuses, your glance. A donkey, a donkey in Eden, a donkey in a palace. Okay, so performance of the weekend. Um, not too many standout performers, I didn't think, in the... In oh, the, the free takers, Willie. We're all brilliant. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Horgan, just, <laughs> geez, he, has he got a really big boss on his hurl? Yeah. Remember he went back for, the fir- for a free in the first half and it was a really long range one. It was between the 45 and the 65 on the other side and he scored it. Yeah. And he just got a good look at the boss of his hurl. Yeah. It was like, that's nearly like goalkeeper size. Yeah, it's big, big boss in the hurl. Right? But you Is that see, unusual you for see a the forward? Mark, the mark in the boss of his hurl, all the ball around the centre of his hurl. So he, he hits it in the sweet spot right. all the time. You know, why, like is, is it for long range freeze he uses? No, it's just, just from play. From play. Um, right. No regulations on it really more than that. And you know, the bosses are after getting bigger for the last probably seven or eight, ten years really more than that. And it was just very, very small. But obviously, the, more, the bigger it is, the more forgiving it is really more than that. You know? More forgiving. But yeah. he doesn't need to forgive. That's, no, that's a hurl I might choose rather than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Ross King scored 12, three from play on a really bad night. And did you notice about Ross uh, King's style of striking? He strikes the ball real low to the ground. Yeah. He gets, he likes, he drops it down and whips it. Whips it up, yeah. Isn't that on you? Is that to not be blocked down? Is that really like hard a, to block it down, really? It's yeah, unusual technique, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because if you, if you, if the ball drops and you're hitting it underneath that, it usually kind of tails to, to, to the left or right. You, you know, like come the, across you're it. You're coming too across much. it, yeah. Whereas you throw it up in the air, you're getting underneath the ball. Whereas the ball's under, under, uh, below your knee level, really, you're getting it and you're, you're there's going to be a kind of a slice yeah. on it, really, more than that. But he's well able to judge it because he was on fire the other night and on fire. Yeah. So Needs must when you, when you need your big player standing up. And in fairness to Carlo, Marty Cavanagh stood up to the mark now as well. He, he had a brilliant game for Carlo again, and he's doing it for 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 last couple of years now for Carlo. You know, so it was kind of shootout between the two of them on on a bad bad night. But you can you can say Ross Keane now. Look, he's capable of doing that. He's probably going you know, on most teams really. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. But you kind of a stylish lefty hurler too. So it's great to see the the lefty left hand hurler scoring points. Uh, he's a very skillful player, all right. But I was just I, th- I just kind of wondering about the technique and how why he developed it I must ask him that I, I must be not to get knocked out, not to get blocked out. Yeah, because remember John Milan right now he was the opposite he'd throw it a mile the air but yeah. he threw it up behind him he did off the back step whereas right. Ross is hitting it when the ball's in your hand you're kind of ball to the hurl as quickly as possible when it's down you're dropping it rather than throwing it up Yeah. so you're not giving yeah. the, the defender come in and getting an opportunity to get the block in like, cause right. you're hit so you're getting the shot off quicker spot. then but the problem is you have to judge it properly because you'll have the whip on, on the ball itself because you're cutting across it right so if you want to put a good swerve on it you do yeah. that because yeah. yeah, you do see players and you, again you just see this while they're messing around with each other before a game starts yeah. you know when they're just poking to each other yeah. you see, might see the odd lad just drop it down and whip across it almost like yeah. you know you might do in tennis or something yeah, you, like that you'll whip that way then. and yeah, get it yeah, yeah get a bit but in a game it's just hard, too hard to it's control hard to how, judge, does contro- game, how does he control yeah, it then sure, so well? obviously he must have been hitting like that majority of his career really more than that so he has 
he has that kind of uh, he knows where to hit it where to start the ball and yeah, where yeah. to want to finish there as well like you know Colin so. Montgomery in the yeah, golf yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Rory O'Connor we've mentioned him um, he scored three at crucial stages of yeah. the game and his brother Jack obviously like we're saying with with Wexford like how serious a team not playing well men down mm. have they reached this level now where they're able to beat the likes of a Dublin away two men down not playing well disastrous referee yeah brilliant do you know what I mean absolutely like, brilliant for and, him, and did that in Parnell Park last yeah. last year against him came back with Kilkenny had equalised against him on, I think on 42 minutes with a gale and beat them. Kicked on, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Self belief is huge thing. That again, yeah. you're talking about David Fitzner, that's what he brings to the table really more than. But the players went out in the field and they're proving it. Last year, last year was a huge year for them, and that could be kind of a kind of a line in the sand really more than that because they were so close to an Ireland final that they weren't touching distance. They should have got there. Really, looking back and being critical, they should have got there. But they've seen themselves as they say over. They probably watched that game a few times over the winter as well. Like so we're, we're that close. We're that close. But. Again, they need to bring that resilience back into their team, and they're doing it. And you see, markers like that within the league will drive them on come championship because they know in the back of their head they'll never be bet. You can say any manager can say that to, to a team: you'll never be bet, you'll never bet. But you have to prove that day in day out, and they've done that over the last couple of weeks. Huge thing for them. Like, and I'd say they'd be with delight going back down the road there on Saturday night. Oh, I'd say he was. He looked livid when the final whistle went. I'd, I'd say, say that was the Matty, referee. Yeah, well, I'd say himself, Matty had a go at the, at the, the line at each other there, and I'd oh, say they, did were, they? they were, yeah. And, Greg Kendi was in there and Sorsha Buffen were in there as well so they were all kind of go, going out at each other there for a while or Oh I didn't see that there. right because yeah. a fella so came over to Davy then and Davy was livid and he must have been saying go up now oh, and shake yeah. my yeah. <laughs> 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 But all is forgiven after the game there as well like, you It know, didn't look like it with Davy now to I'd be honest They were chatting away though after it Oh were they? They were, they were talking for a minute after and then look I'd say whatever they said to each other now it was all, <laughs> all brushed under the carpet again Very waiting good. for the championship <laughs> Kyle Hayes uh, scored three from play I think at the end he got two late ones when the game was in the middle Mm. He took a huge hit off Owen Cadigan early on. He was completely open. You know those ones? Wide open. Yeah. Wide open for Not a good. You don't even see him coming. No, that's you the just problem. have to take it. Like yeah, because if you don't, if you like, if you think, are you in any way pull out? Nah, you know, yeah. you you know it's coming, and you just have to. You have to, you have to take it. Yeah. But like, I mean, he he for that was his first game back in a long time, was yeah, it? Was, this yeah. year, first game this year. I say first game this year. Yeah, yeah. And look, he's a powerful player. Like um, he's uh, he's just so effective going forward, linchpin for him, but. I do I just I think next couple of years you'll probably see him back centre back whenever uh Declan Hannon kinda of saw his own small bit I'd say he'll go back there, that's his natural position. But for a person up there now that's probably not a natural forward, he's a phenomenal player now, you know what I mean? He's yeah. so big and strong and he's he off looks right like or left. He's gotten as well. bigger, doesn't it? He his does, chest yeah. and the but they're all at Limerick, like, look look huge now. Yeah. In fairness, they all look massive. Yeah, they definitely do. You've mentioned Shane O'Donnell, um he scored two one. Uh, t- I, I don't know to be honest I'm a little bit like Shane O'Donnell flatters to deceive or maybe they're just not playing to his strengths or maybe it's the sweeper he's, messes him up or he's a whole unselfish as well though, when he gets the ball he, he kind of um, he throws it around a bit too much I think too for, much. For, for, a, for a corner forward I mean, he's a bit more selfish now that's probably talking from his last three or, three or four years really more than that he kind of takes a lot of punishment but when the ball comes into him the ball sticks all the time you rarely see a back get out in front of him and driving the ball back up the field for, for you, if you were playing the back with him you'd hit the ball down to his corner because it's going to stick down there. You give yourself a break, you know. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 he's a huge tackler as well. Like. Yeah, and he, he, we know that his specialty is scoring goals mm. and I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know, I just often think, what, what is his unique selling point? Is it goals? And then he'll go off games without scoring goals because, he, I don't know, he's passing it off. Or mm. Is he a, a ball winner that passes it off or is he a goal getter? Or what? You he know can that kind be of, both, you see. That's the can, thing you see. An, an individual. Can, you be, can you be both? He can, yeah. He can be both, yeah. But, it's, but it, in, in the same game, he can be. You know, like in a way, yeah. it's all depending on the ball coming in. But 
So over the last couple of years, the ball was so slow coming into him. I'd say he didn't really get an opportunity one-on-one with the defender because obviously the ball was going through the lines. The, other, the half-back line was filtering back in front of him, so they're blocking up the space. Now again, you've seen the damage you've done now with the high ball in there as well. Like you know, he doesn't mind a high ball in the air. He's well able to win the ball or break it down for himself. Yeah. If the ball breaks, he's gone. Yeah. He, and especially if the quick ball, I don't know why. Again, I'm hoping they will stick with that tactic down through the, the Munster Championship because if they get it into him, he breaks it down. He has space as well. There's only going to be two or three players around him, and he'll get it and he'll go and he go straight for it. He'll either draw a defender or he go for the goal himself. Like you know, so yeah. it'd be interesting to see if they do stick with that tactic now going forward. You no, know? it's definitely well they will when they can get away with yeah. it. I presume yeah. you know, but with a sweeper, it would be madness. I'm not talking about breaking the ball down to yourself. See Seamus Flanagan's one yesterday in the first half where he took it was a really a rocket of a pass. Yeah. He took it down off the hurl in the first goal. But not down into his hand, down into his hurl a second yeah. goal, and then caught it. It's phenomenal skill, like very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal skill because um, yeah, sometimes you put up your hurl like that, and either miss the hurl or else to go out to over the sideline or something like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal touch. But it shows his confidence is back again. You know, yeah. what I mean? to try something like that. Yeah. Because normally, if a ball is is up over your head, you stick up the hand, you either catch it or, or or try and break it down with your hand or something like that. But to have a touch like that and to kill it on the hurl, the second touch is phenomenal, phenomenal it, skill. It definitely is. So if Kilkenny, as, as if Kilkenny don't have enough options in the defence Dara Mullen uh, plays wing back yesterday and plays fantastically yeah, for Kilkenny great game again now kind of, he came on against Wexford their last week obviously got the break after Ballyhale but you go back to the Ballyhale uh, kind of campaign whenever Ballyhale played against the sweeper he was always a sweeper for Ballyhale right. he's so comfortable on the ball um, he's very very good awareness on the ball he's just a natural kind of hurler he kind of Hurl similar to kind of Chad when he gets the ball, he just he, he's very deceptive as well, and he's good at right or left. Um, good in the air as well. Now, in fairness, we caught a, a he's couple not of that good big, balls. Is he? No, he wasn't that big, but he, he's very, very good in the air. So, yeah, promising start from him. To be honest with you, I'd, ra- I'd like to see him over the next couple of games and to see can he kind of fulfil it. But he has potential. He has potential. You could see him when he was playing Kieran, who so was half back. He was very, very good as well. So you, you knew you're always kind of keeping an eye on the name and see how he progressed. But right. he's getting a run now with Kilkenny, so you'd be hoping now that he, he'll, he'll stay going with him. Yeah. Any word on Adrian Mullen? He went off on a stretcher. Yeah. Did you see him smiling at someone on the yeah, stretcher? Yeah, I see. He can't be that bad if he was. was, was his knee or his ankle or something like that. I'm not sure. I didn't hear yeah. him since now, to be honest with you. But hopefully now he, he's a big player for Kilkenny now as well. So. Need him back. Need him back. Oh, big time! Yeah. Definitely. Now, up front. I wouldn't mind the rest of the league. I wouldn't mind that. But you need him back for. He needs to be back training probably three or four weeks before the the Leinster Championship. Anyway, so just to get the eye in and everything like that. Because yeah. again, he's not a hurling done. But again, if he should be either break for three or four weeks, and then another three or four weeks on top of that, then you, the Leinster Championship on top of you, your first touch is not where it should be. And it's, then you've confidence tricky. issues. Yeah, and yeah, the whole yeah, it's lot. tricky. But the fact that he smiled on the be stretcher hoping. would make you think he's not in yeah. complete agony. You know, is positive. Anyway, yeah. I know that he's a bit of a messer on Twitter, Adrian Mullen, isn't he? Him, <laughs> and, him and own Cody and these lads, they're little pups. Oh, Cody came on and again, yeah, high ball. Won it again, you know, like because own, own Cody's important. Because I, well, Kilkenny have, I think they've loads of options in the backs. I think the forward line picks itself. Do you know? I think I don't think they've as many options in the forwards, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Blanchfield's an option, and yeah, Blanchfield pulled his hamstring there a couple of weeks ago as well. Now, in the Fitzgibbon final, so he'd be out for a couple of weeks now, right. unfortunately enough, because he was hurling well with Carlo IT as well. Like who would be so. ahead of who, Blanchfield or own Cody? Uh, different strokes, for different, different folks. It's very hard to throw on Cody in now, it's your first year, you know. Um, if he gets a couple of more games over the next couple of ga- couple of weeks, you might uh, you might see him come championship. But Blanchfield and tried and tested in, in inter county yeah. as well. Like you know, like, it's very hard to throw a young guy in there without that experience. But in fairness, my manager would do it now if he's hurling well in training. Would Brian do it now? To be fair, yeah. Okay, listen, that's it. Who are we giving performance of the weekend to? Ross King. Ross Here King. we'll uh, definitely Ross King, and we'll find out about this. Uh, 
practically striking it off the ground he is by the time by the <laughs> time he hits it yeah so 12 points um, is great shooting from Ross so performance of the weekend goes to him we've no boxer shorts or anything anymore so listen doesn't nobody really cares surprise. if they get it anymore we'll give you a surprise Ross I'll buy you a pint right that's it we'll be back uh, next Thursday and we'll preview the weekend's uh, hurling we'll talk to you then good luck And when I started running, I suppose I didn't stop. And when I got the chance to go, I said I'd stay going. So it opened up. We were only the small little fish out there, so we are, and uh, we're trying hard to make it through. But it's hard to get the breaks when you're the smaller fish. Because I love this county so much, you know. And it's just I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Waterford today because, like, I'm hard, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.